Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. There you have it. When there's an idea, everyone's grabbing at it, you know? Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the Interview Series, presented by WFPK, WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the episode, the series. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Great way to keep up with your favorite artists, discover some new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, hanging out with Carly Rae Jepsen. We're going to be talking about her song, Western Wind and uh, new music. Uh, she's going to take us through, uh, well, taking stock of her own life over the past couple years, how that's led into this latest set, uh, the single having its thematic ties back to her upbringing and family, and the music video being uh, Kate Bush-inspired, but but not for not for running up that hill, for a, for a different song. Carly Ray's also going to give some love to uh, producer Rostam, uh, who uh, helped tackle this newest song with her. She's going to give us the backstory on the lockdown-written Boys in the Band single and preview her So Nice tour that's happening this summer, which has uh, some of the proceeds going to support the, uh, the Ally Coalition. So let's get into it. We're talking Western Wind. It's Kyle Meredith with Carly Ray Jepsen. Hello. Hi. You are back. With, uh, with new music once again. I really think that's a funny saying. I'm like, where did I go? But I know what you mean. <laughs> because you do, you, you, there, there were singles dropped in the last few years, but this feels like something more official and rolling into something that like, this is where the, the fans really start getting excited. Yes, there's always a little hibernation stage right before the big share. And I, I definitely feel like I'm, you know, blossoming out of that stage, taking off the sweatpants, getting ready to see the public. <laughs> That might be an easy place to start then. Like, what have the past few years been like for you? What has this hibernation period, uh, you know, what, what have your experiences been that's, that you feel has put you in whatever place that you're in right now musically? Oh, 
loaded question, isn't it? So it's like, how <laughs> That's is a your big coach? question, right? <laughs> um, you know, I mean, short answer would say there was there was a lot of learning. I I had been in such a pace. I think I've spoken to some other artists about this, Jack Antonoff for one. We're both like, if the world had not forced us to stop, we might never have stopped. But it was obviously um it, not without its challenges and some gifts too, to kind of be forced to kind of be in home life for a minute and, you know, learn some you know, lessons about the routine of that, which I don't think I have a ton of experience with, but um, it really was a growth period for me in so many ways. Um, you kind of, a lot of alone time, you really forced like with yourself in the mirror. And, uh, and I don't mean like physically, I mean, sort of just like where you've landed, you know, ask the hard questions. And I think this album was like a lot about um, processing some of those big questions. Um, and, and the single was like the, the, felt like the right first share of that whole project. Yeah. And that's uh that's Western wind, which yeah. has become really quickly. One of my favorite songs that, that you've ever put out there. Um, wow that's a lot thank you yeah it's it seriously just one of those that you know gets in the head in the best ways not in the ones that drive you crazy like this is the this is the good ones right here I like a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it is I mean you know for all purposes this is sort of a little bit of a directional change for you I think some people will liken it back to like the tug of war area in just a little bit in that you know it's a little bit more singer song ready uh you know i'll just throw the broad version of this out there tell me about where this song came from i was really like missing my my family in canada actually um and all these little flashes of memories of um we used to have these like family dance parties especially around any family gathering or christmas um which i didn't know was unusual for our family to do and so i started to visit other like boyfriend's families or get like invited to a friend's for a holiday and I'm like oh you guys don't like take your shoes and socks off and like move the couches and like turn on music and like dance and sing at each other and I I, I sort of saw the gift of, of that of growing up in sort of a, a family that really was passionate about music and so um I think the working with Rostam he's such um he's such a pusher of allowing yourself to like go beyond where you've gone before and I love working with people who kind of are excited about that um so these these kind of lyrics without thinking too much almost like freeform writing kind of came out of like that trying to grasp that memory of, of what it is to like miss home and be away from people and still want to feel um that connection I guess yeah yeah those lines I, I did write down the uh, dust my shoes before I enter and there's not a lot of artists that could make that that whole line work. Uh, obviously, more to it, and I didn't write that part down. But, but like, that's I found like I don't know. I grabbed onto that one because it's so specific of a moment, you know. Yeah, that... I remember working with um, Taylor Fontaroy, the director, and he that was one of the first questions he asked me. He's like, "What does it mean?" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know. I think it's like a little bit that feeling of." what it is when you've been so familiar and you're coming back to a place and you feel a little bit of like a stranger and you're not sure how to how to enter into that space that used to be so like home to you and he was like I still don't understand <laughs> like it's fine <laughs> don't have to understand just appreciate it <laughs> yeah just see it <laughs> yeah. but it, it, that, I feel like what you're saying there kind of does bleed in nicely to the uh, do, do you feel home in all directions and that's a great line too right there are, are we speaking as sort of the uh you know continuing what you were saying yeah um 
I mean, there's a lot of longing in this song, but I think that that it hopefully has a bit of a hopeful quality as well, too. Um, I think um, for me, when I feel the most connected is when I'm in nature. This is why the video was very important to me, that it was like out in the wilderness, very like Kate Bush, Wuthering Heights, but with like fashion. <laughs> like, um, I, I really love the idea of, um, I don't know, all those memories that I was feeling, all that longing and the impossible, uh, you know, travel connections of actually being with the ones that you love, of kind of growing in the confidence that they're with you wherever you are. And I think for a traveling artist specifically, it's so, um, it's such a nice realization. Like I have elements of my mother in me, my grandmother who passed away during COVID. Um, I think, you know, having all these memories come back to me flooded in and like, again, like I said, just honoring the, the eccentric side of my family that, you know, I think is so much a part of me. And, um, and I, I think I was just trying to capture a, a really hard thing to capture in one song, which was um, the, the joy of that too, even when you couldn't be next to each other, of just knowing that you kind of, you are connected just by being of them. Yeah. Well, it is beautifully done. Uh, perfectly you. done uh, on that song and you're right that can't be an easy thing and that video I was going to bring up too because it is a beautiful video and I, I love the uh, the Wuthering Heights references uh, I was uh, my son of course like a lot of people just caught on to you know Kate Bush with uh, with running up that hill and I was playing him some of the other stuff and we got into Wuthering Heights and I don't think he expected that soprano to come from the same person and uh, oh my gosh I mean I've been on such a Kate like like kick, kick. For a nicely done. Now, yeah. I mean, long before this like TikTok stuff took off in a big way, I've, I've been a fan. But I mean, yeah, I I was talking to Taylor when we were first sort of brainstorming about what's the video, like what's the most obvious thing, what's the most not obvious thing, and I think when I went back and watched the Withering Heights, and she's doing this like leg kick, uh, Keith Cliff, and you're like, yes. And I, I think what really struck me about that video is how, even though she was alone, you could tell she was really singing to someone, someone who wasn't there. And it was Keith, obviously. But in this um, video pitch that I was doing to uh, Taylor, I was like, we need to have that feeling that I'm kind of talking to somebody who isn't there in the wilderness. And it's sort of, um, that that was the, that was my one request. And then, you know, we became, there were best buzz and we were climbing in trees. And I think he was always just like, I never really saw your Canadian like nature girl side kick out before. And I was like, oh, she's always been there. <laughs> but it is you you you're in trees you're frolicking i think that's the word you have to use when you're running through a field right it's frolicking it's a frolic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's frolicking. but those outfits they are they're, they're amazing and and i don't know first off dumb question is it hard to be in the trees when you're in those kind of uh, outfits because uh, is that conducive to climbing maybe it is um well the, the, i mean I grew, in canada where i was raised in mission um I grew up uh, partially at this like one house that was like uh, right behind us was this glorious mansion. It was a little bit like I watched the sound of music last night and it reminded me a little bit like I had this like whole little um, mountain that actually led up to this abbey. So very, very sound of music. Um, so it was my whole childhood was very like climbing trees and like playing with my cousins. And like, um, I think I mentioned the other day, we used to have this thing called, um, my friends were like, this is insane. It was called gravel races where you, you run and you're barefoot bare feet to see who can handle the pain of the little rocks and get the fur that like some crazy stuff so I do actually to answer your question I think that I felt very at home I mean the dress kind of got a little in the way but not enough to like really concern me now I grew up in the uh the uh basically the sticks of Kentucky so the uh we didn't exactly do gravel racing in the same way but I feel like it was still a big part of it whether we wanted it to be or not so you know what I'm talking about a little bit of that like how tough can you be exactly you know, that kind of 
Yeah, exactly. That part of it was that definitely there. That, that was yeah. definitely. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies. Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E. P-R-O-Allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Um, I, I don't want to breeze past Rostam because I'm, I, I too, am such a big fan of him. I've had him on the series for a few times. It's not the first time you all work together. And I think you were talking a little bit about it anyway, but, but what brings you back to that collaboration? Because what's an outstanding uh, musician and artist that, that, that Rostam is. I mean, he's, he, I'm such a fan, first of all, but not just of his like uh, artistry, but also just, um, he, he's such a beautiful person, like inside and out. And I think working with him has always, um, has always kind of brought out this like different flavor that I probably wouldn't go to with anyone else. And I think those are the producers that I gravitate to who are kind of in the, in the search for like, what have we not done together? And um, I think one of the first songs we did was Warm Blood and that ended up like, you know, with time you kind of look back at like what things you would have done differently. And that was a song that I always really gravitated to with some like perspective of, of emotion. So I, I was really excited. I know he was enthused to work together again. I was enthused. We actually live 15 minutes apart. So it became really easy to kind of just drive over and try some things. And um, yeah, uh, writing with him feels very different than writing with anyone else. That's what I would say. I, I can't quite explain it, but it, it feels like um, a relationship that has been milked over 
um, enough years that you, you know each other in a different way. And I think you start to write really differently when you have like an intimacy beyond just like a day one session. So I think too, now being in the, this career long enough, I, I, I think that there's, I want to be careful how I say this. There was always magic to like the one day session, but I think there's a different potential for magic with people that you have like a long standing friendship with. Well, is this, um, is this track and then talk about Western wind, uh, yeah. indicative of, of, like the direction or do you find yourself going in one solid direction with what you've been writing no I mean I I have a hard time like I think I think that I kind of go in all directions <laughs> like I think I think that's the 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 beauty of like you know growth in music is that you don't want to just like the, at this point for me it's a little bit of like what well, let's see what we can do with this one voice with this like you know with these many tastes that I have and attractions to different flavors of music and I think that Rossum and I definitely like bring out a certain flavor in each other and I think that's definitely prominent in things to come but it's not like the only flavor I would say yeah right I, I think that's one of the things you know being a fan of your career over the years it's we're always sort of you, you you're keeping us on our toes uh, as, oh, to, as to, because it is a <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, we're gonna try this sound. I was like, great, let's do that. That's uh, that, that does feel like it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So there was some stuff in between uh, that I just want to quickly hit on. There was a couple of singing "Boys in the Band," which is now is that is this a song that sort of just lives in that moment because of what it was created for? Yeah, I was. Um... I mean, full disclosure, I'm just going to filterlessly talk here because that's like me post-COVID and not filters. <laughs> but I, 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 or not post-COVID, but, you know, post-isolation for this amount of time that we had. But I, I would say that I had like gone through a breakup when I was uh, writing that song and I was in travel mode and I, I was so amazed by the power of the friendships that had developed within my bandmates of how they helped me get through that of like that because it felt like a really huge like um moment in my life and and yet there was these this two hours or this hour of joy that we'd be on stage together and then like we'd be kicking it on the road and I think again like I said with Rostam it's been 10 years some of the, the guys that I've toured with now so we've known each other from babies Tavish longer than that so um and we don't not feel extremely lucky to still be doing what we're doing if there's um there's a disbelief and an excitement to it almost I would say every single night um and so it was really helpful and healing to be around like these band brothers and then we were getting ready to like kind of put out this dedicated site b and like maybe go tour this like we had these dreams of radio city Hall. i don't know and then you know the world shut down and i just at that deep appreciation that i think you can only feel when you, you something's kind of taken away for you for a hot minute was there and um and we started thinking about a way to put the song out even though we were far away from each other and I think it was really helpful for us to kind of have a project and stay connected we found ourselves like zooming during the whole isolation period just to be like hi no news nothing to talk about how are you and like I don't know a lot of band members who like love each other to the extent that we do where we just wanted to like see each other's friendly faces and be like see you soon I hope <laughs> bye <laughs> Do you see yourself bringing that, like, do you play that song on tour where, you know, is it just going to be a big group hug the whole time? I don't know. I think that felt like, I guess to answer your question a lot simpler, I think it just felt like it was for the moment. I know when we showed it to Jack Antonoff, he like helped us develop it in a completely different way where it was like, 
you know, it got, it got like funkier. I think every time you had anything to check, it just ends up getting funkier in the best possible way. So, um, uh, yeah, maybe there will be a moment. I know we have some shows coming up with Jack, so maybe that's a good great, you know, you're giving me ideas on this thing. Maybe I, I will. <laughs> and, and, and worth bringing up as well. You do have the tour coming up here. It's so nice tour. Yeah. Uh, as it's called this time. Many, so many, so nice jokes over here. Just it's getting old already. <laughs> well, just the first tour and uh, full tour in three years, right? And uh, and you do years. Like, I'm just looking at some of this stuff here. You've got the couple shows of Bleachers, as you mentioned, that kind of you got Empress of opening up the show. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I, I know this is one of those interview questions, but what should we expect from this one? Um, oh, God. Uh, you know what? A party, I would say, to answer it simply. I, I really do feel like um, I really do feel like the the band and the crew that we're with is the strongest it's ever been. And I think that took like time. And I think that also has taken maybe even like a little nice break. The enthusiasm we have is like 11 out of 10 for this thing. So we're really excited to just come and uh, let it be a celebration. It'll be so nice. You should come. <laughs> It'll be so nice. It'll be so, it'll be so nice. Um, yeah. And, and I think that it, it is really like um, the gift of my life, truly. Like the audiences that come are kind of a performance in themselves. Like I feel like I'm watching them at the same time that they're watching us. And it just, it really does feel like the room kind of takes over into this energy that feels like really safe and playful and everyone kind of lets their inhibitions go. And myself included, I've become like the nerdiest, most like campy version of myself. And it and it's really fun. So I, I, I yeah, if you're looking for a little escapism, it'll hopefully be a, the right night for you. Yeah, and you mentioned it, Radio City Music Hall. Yes, yes. That was the one I was so sad of when the world was kind of like, let's take a break. And I was like, but so close. So I, I, it will be a long awaited night and I, I, can't, I can't wait. Are there still some of the more on the like, like your venue uh, wish list, the bucket wish list? Yeah, I, I mean, you always have dreams. I'm really excited to play Somerset House too in, um, in London. And I, 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 I think that uh, I also have like a, a, a real like soft spot for like really small venues too where it feels very intimate and stuff so I'm looking forward to like doing the, the show with Jack coming up where you just get to do a couple covers in a small venue I feel like reminds me of like my coffee shop days and it feels really fun and intimate too so I'm looking forward to that yeah that sounds like a great one uh proceeds going a dollar the tickets going to the ally corporation I should mention that because that's great news right there did you uh like any reason why you picked that one out specifically I mean, we've been aligned for a while. I feel like um, all of the good reasons that um, I think a, a lot of our audiences um, would, would understand. It feels like um, it feels like something that um, when you're looking at uh, people who are, I mean, I personally have a friend who's been in a situation where at the moment that he came out to his parents was sort of like, um, unfortunately uh, disowned by them and like found himself in a situation where he really had to like grow up really quite fast and to me that's one of the most heartbreaking stories that has like stuck with me for um, a very long time and um, and I think that any support that we can be giving to people to just feel embraced and loved by the community is, is, is of the utmost importance. I don't think there's any many things more important than that these days anyway yeah. so that's um yeah, uh, great that you're doing that. Uh, and I don't know, I cannot wait to hear what else you've got up your sleeves with all of this. Me either. I can't wait to share it. I, uh, I'm i still in the like deciding period of stuff. So it's, I'm still cooking the thing a little bit. But when people are like, what does it sound like? I can't wait. And I'm like, me either. I wonder too. <laughs> Did I, 
correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I am. Did I hear a rumor? That, uh, maybe one of you all said it of a, of a collab with Lord. Is that something, or is that me dreaming up something? Um, I think that Lord and I have shared a song. I mean, I, I she did the cover of "Runaway" with me at a, at a live show. We've done like some like stage shows with Jack, where we've tried a little do thing here and there, but we don't have an official collab. Although Ella's the best. I feel like that would be a dream for the future. Again, great <laughs> idea. You give any good ideas left, right? Inside. Just manifesting, I guess, you know, is what I meant to do. Yeah, that's, yeah manifesting is a funny word. I, I like that. We'll just say it out loud and hope that she hears and then, you know, make a day. <laughs> I don't know where I pulled that from, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, again, uh, Western Wind is so good. It is. It's so good. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. This has been such a pleasure. It was, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day. My thanks to Carly Rae Jepsen. The new single is called Western Wind. She's on tour this summer with the uh, So Nice Tour. Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode, the series. Uh, hit that subscribe button before you get out of here. Again, three brand new interviews every single week. New one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To keep you up to date on your favorite artists, discover some new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you get your podcasts from. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, again, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the uh, social media spots, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. Do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. See you at one of the shows? It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media.